What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Hi, we're going to talk to Jody and David here in just a second. But first, one of the best ways to unwind after a week of soul-crushing mayhem is the After Party Podcast presented exclusively on our Patreon page. It's a commercial-free 90-minute show. It's kind of like eavesdropping on an evening chat between me and my girlfriend, Kimberly Johnson, from the Start Me Up podcast and the Stephanie Miller Show. It's far more personal than the free shows with all kinds of revelations about our personal lives, but with all the latest political commentary in there, too. And you can still catch our three-episode series about the 80s, by the way, again, exclusively on our Patreon page. So don't miss out. Subscribe to the After Party level at patreon.com slash Show, And you're also going to get the Shadow Docket shows included in that level of support. Again, it's patreon.com slash Show. And now let the cartoons begin. The Bob Seska Show. Bob Seska! I think it's the best show on the air ever that has been. It's weird how good it is. It's so strange. The Bob Seska Show. From our nation's capital, it is Thursday, January 4, 2024, and this is the Bob Seska Show on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Hello there, I'm Bob. Hello, Bob. Hi, day 1079 of the Biden-Harris administration, 305 days until the 24th presidential election. You can find me on Instagram and threads at TheBobSeska, Twitter, BobSeska underscore go, as always, and Patreon is BobSeskaShow.com. And those people right there for the new year, the goth ninjas. <laughs> Is Jody Hamilton. She is the executive producer of the Stephanie Miller Show, patreon.com slash Stephanie Miller Show. Also, stephaniemiller.com. And David Ferguson, his music project is Astral Summer, patreon.com slash Astral Summer. That's where you find all of that. So, Goth Ninjas, brand new year, 2024. Happy new year to both of you. Happy new year to you. Had a good one? Did you have a nice relaxing break, David? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, besides from growing a new toe like a starfish. Uh, <laughs> That's incredible. I, I don't know what you guys accomplished, but, you know, I grew a new limb. So. Yeah, you're like, I, we were saying before the show, you're like Wolverine with the healing factor, right? right. You, you can just, just like kill me and I just get brought back to life, cut yeah. off something and I grow it back. I'm too fucking mean to kill. Yeah. Uh, David <laughs> T-Rex Ferguson is here for 2024 and ready to knock some heads. Well, that's one of the many things you have in common with uh, Buzz Burbank is you're both indestructible. Like somehow, yeah, like bionic at this point. I know it's amazing. What about you, Jody? How was your break? It so far has been fine. Uh, Stephanie has only sent me thirty tweets to get for next week <laughs> while she's in Costa Rica. Oh, that's uh, right. Oh. Yeah, I saw the pictures. Yeah. So I mean, no, it's been nice. I mean, I, I was I got her a lawyer next Monday, so she'll be very happy. Um, she's like actually drinking from a coconut right now, getting fans. <laughs> And, you know, like swing it. Uh, no, she's been bike riding. She's crazy when she goes on vacation. She actually exercises on vacation. Yeah, she managed to bike Why? ride from Costa Rica back to her house in L.A. And then <laughs> yes, she to... uses the ocean to do that. Yeah, that's right. She gets home tomorrow, I believe. Yeah, she gets home tomorrow. So I technically go back to work on Saturday. Excellent. So are you still waking up at stupid o'clock? Every day, just um, like, I've oh my God, I gotta to go do the show. I've been able to sleep in until 3.30 or 4. Nice. Mm. 3.30 or 4 in the morning. How, what a luxury mm. that is, huh? It is. It is. In fact, today, Dr. Redlander didn't realize that we were on vacation, even though I emailed everybody. So he emails me going, 
you didn't send me the link. What's going on? And I, I call him. I said, Dr. Redliner, we're, you know, and that was at like six o'clock this morning. He goes, I'm sorry I woke you up. I said, no, I've been up for two hours. It's fine. <laughs> so he didn't uh, just call you up and start scaring you with uh, awful medical information? No, thank God. And there's a lot of it. But uh, yeah. no, he was very sweet. He goes, oh, I'm so sorry. I said, no, don't worry about it. I did send you an email. He goes, you know what? I probably saw it and forgot. I'm like, that's okay. <laughs> when I worked at the university and was part of the NPR, people would always be like, did you get my email? I'd be like, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, it said important. I'm like, they all say that. Yeah. They all do, and they never are. So I figure you'll come get me if you really need me for something. Right, right. <laughs> like, well, uh, we got to talk about this right out of the shoot here on our big Thursday show. No surprise, but Donald Trump received $7.8 million from foreign governments during his one pathetic term as president. And I say no surprise because it's absolutely not a shock. The operative phrase in the lead from the New York Times is, most of it from China. China! Right. That's where the money came from. Well, that's the one of- where he doesn't, he can't bury it in like useless apartments at Trump Tower or mm-hmm. like sham right. real estate deals in Florida. Like the China deals are harder to hide than the Russian deals. Yeah. And the yeah. Saudi Arabian deals, you know, mm-hmm. to the two billion to uh, Jared's, you know, I just, it's, is anyone surprised? No. No, not at all. The thing is that with uh, this happening at the same time as the House Republicans are going after Joe Biden for something, something Hunter Biden car loan payment, maybe. So, uh, Three-layer caramel from the Brock's thing at the Winn-Dixie right. and stuck it in his pocket on the way into the, yeah. Yeah, well, meantime, the, uh, the House Democrats and the House Oversight Committee uh, detailed all of this in a 156-page report called White House for Sale. Very, very well done. <laughs> uh, yeah, it offers concrete evidence that the former president engaged in the kind of conduct that House Republicans have labored so far unsuccessfully That's pretty brave for the New York Times, Mm -hmm. by the way. House Republicans have labored so far unsuccessfully to prove that President Biden did as they worked to build an impeachment case against him. Using documents produced through a court fight, the report describes how foreign governments and their controlled entities, including a top U.S. adversary, interacted with Trump businesses while he was president. They paid millions to the Trump International Hotel in Washington, D.C., Trump International Hotel in Las Vegas, Trump Tower on Fifth Avenue in New York. The one, the Trump Tower one, uh, the Fifth Avenue Trump Tower, uh, that one is obvious. The top, I've talked about this a gazillion times, the largest state-run bank in China has been renting two floors of Trump Tower. And, and the Republicans are screaming, oh, my God, Joe Biden's up to his eyeballs in Chinese money, which he's not. <laughs> but they're saying no. that he is. So we won't talk about this, about this thing. And by we, I mean, generally speaking, the news media. Right. Among the countries. God, you know, but when I went out of town for a week, Joe Biden did not feed my fish. Yeah. Oh, that was just rude. <laughs> that guy. That fucking guy, man. Impeach, impeach now. Exactly. China made the largest total payment, $5.5 million, to his business interests, the report found. Those payments include millions of dollars from China's embassy in the United States, the Industrial Commercial Bank of China, and the Hainan Airlines Holding Company. Saudi Arabia, by the way, was the second largest spender, shelling out more than $615,000 at the Trump World Tower and International uh, hotel in Washington, D.C. So we've known about that for some time. That's been circulating, and, and there's been some reporting about that, but this all makes it official, this particular report. So, yeah, so Donald Trump is up to his beady eyeballs in foreign money, and I'm sure a lot of that was uh, guiding his policy. I still think the quote-unquote trade war with uh, with China, China was all about masking over this business relationship that the Trumps have mm. with China. Like, oh, yeah. Go, oh yeah, yeah, you can't say I've got business relations with China because I'm really tough on China. See this trade war? The trade war was entirely performative. This was a bullshit trade war that Donald Trump got engaged in with, with China. But the one thing that it did do is the trade war absolutely destabilized the stock market. 
it was an incredible thing to observe. Uh, I've talked about this on many occasions. The fact that uh, one of the ways that Donald Trump gamed the stock market, which he's done throughout his career, there's copious evidence of Donald Trump playing games with the stock market. And in this case, uh, Donald Trump was using the trade war to destabilize the stock market so he could actually control when the markets reacted and how they reacted by saying, well, trade war going really well. And then suddenly stocks start to climb or trade war not going so well stocks start to drop. And my theory is that Donald Trump was doing that deliberately by uh, not only using the trade war to manipulate stocks, but then telling people when they should invest ahead of time. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe passing along to Don Jr. or whoever's controlling the Trump family portfolio. Uh, here's what I'm about to say. So make sure to get ready. Get ready with those uh, investments or get ready to dump a bunch of stock based on what I say about the trade war. So that yeah, was my and I'm sure, yeah. yeah, and a lot of that we just were like, "What is he misfiring on right now?" Because he just randomly pulled things out of his ass in the middle of his speech. <laughs> yeah, it was probably semaphoring deals that were coming undone. You know. Yeah. Well, oh, we, what a you, fucking you can, shit show. You can actually draw correlations between what Donald Trump said about the Chinese trade war, the fake trade war, as far as I'm concerned, mm. and when the stock market rose and fell. And what he was actually saying, like it was there's verified evidence where you can look like find the date of Donald Trump saying, ah, things aren't going so well. With that Chinese trade war, President Xi is being a real toughie or whatever he says. And then suddenly stocks start to decline the next day. Mm -hmm. And the question is whether Donald Trump informed any friends, any people associated with his own stock portfolio, because he never divested. That's a key here. I think we forget this, that Donald Trump never divested in his businesses. Unlike all previous presidents who had business interests, Donald Trump did not divest. Uh, he was entirely privy to what was going on with his stock portfolio, what was going on with his finances, where this money was coming from, and how he could keep the gravy train going. Donald Trump is a liar. He is a scam artist. He is a criminal. He is a con man. You think he's going to look at an opportunity like being in the White House? and say, uh, you know what, there's, a, there's an opportunity to profit here from this, but I'm gonna forego that opportunity. <laughs> I'm not gonna profit from this office at all because I, Donald Trump, am an honest man. No, <laughs> no, no, there's no way. And, and I love Jody's reaction, yeah, it's the, it's the this is Jody right now. Oh, my God. So, yeah, so that's happening. The question is, uh, what's going to get more play over the next, uh, uh, whatever it is, 11 months? Is it going to be this or is it going to be Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, oh, my God, laptop, oh, my God, checks, something, car, something, dick pics, et cetera? It's, it's, I think that it will depend upon a lot of things between now and then, obviously. Yeah. But Jim Comer's got some issues because of his real estate holdings and how oh, yeah. he reacted so viscerally to people asking about it means he's into something dirty. Oh, God, yes. Part of strategy is the distraction game. Yeah. Make sure we're talking about Hunter Biden all the time. Make sure we're talking yeah. about impeaching Joe Biden all the time. We don't have any evidence at all, <laughs> but it doesn't matter. As long as right. we present the idea that there was uh, a series of crimes committed, we don't need to actually right. have the evidence because, you know, the suckers on social media, the suckers who subscribe to our videos on Rumble or whatever, they're not going and looking up this shit. They're just taking it at face value. Oh, yes, of course, Joe Biden's a, a criminal. And so that's the uh, that's the entire idea. They don't want anyone talking about how Donald Trump took whatever it is, uh, nearly eight million dollars from foreign governments, mainly China and care. Saudi Arabia. <laughs> they don't they don't need to care. But uh, meantime, there's a lot of gaslighting happening. And there has been since the Mueller report about the Russia attack, the uh, onslaught of disinformation that is being flooded into social media at all times to manipulate American voters into electing Donald Trump. And that, of course, has been once again verified by the ODNI. Yeah. 
And so this report came out just before. Actually, you know what? It was right in the midst of the Christmas break when this report dropped. The headline is basically Russian actors also targeted left leaning audiences by suggesting that the United States support to Ukraine risked war with Russia. That was one of the things that uh, they were flooding social media with. Meantime, Moscow also continued to promote allegations that uh, Joe Biden and his family were involved in corrupt activities connected to Ukraine. For example, in May 2022, Russians claimed that charitable foundations linked to the Clintons and Hunter Biden funded bio research labs in Ukraine. Oh, that sounds very Rand Paul. Yes, doesn't it? It really does. Uh, Russian influence actors cast aspersions on the integrity. On your asparagus? On your asparagus, yes. I, immediately I went to Louis <laughs> Gohmert as I was reading that. Thank you, Jody. Russian influence actors cast aspersions on your asparagus. Uh, no, on the integrity of the midterm elections, including by claiming that voting software was vulnerable. Americans expected cheating to undermine the midterm elections, and Democrats were stealing the elections. That's the, uh, the bullshit that was being uh, pumped into social media. Also, after the elections, Russian online influencers continued to amplify purported voting abnormalities and fraud, particularly in Arizona. Uh, Russian influencers highlighted a conspiracy theory claiming that Ukraine had invested U.S. aid money in the FTX cryptocurrency exchange to benefit Democratic campaigns. And so it's not a surprise that we're seeing more of it happening now. Maybe we should go undercover as like Russian influencers, you know, (laughs) trying to like reach out to American audiences, like give ourselves names that Americans would like. My name is Percocet Gun Boobs, you know. Did you just say Percocet Gun Boobs? Gun Boobs, he did. That's the name of the show. Percocet Gun Boobs. Thank you. It is. Yes, absolutely. Listen to me. The voting software is unreliable. <laughs> You're being lied to. Yeah. yeah, you know what? If I was on the radio, that would be my radio name now. Percocet Gun Boobs. Percocet Gun Boobs. Yeah. That's my name. Percocet Gun Boobs in the morning. Hey, it's 20 minutes after 7, 40 minutes to late, everybody. <laughs> We're going to get to this story in just a second, but there's lots of disinformation circulating around the Jeffrey Epstein revelations uh, from today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... Uh, House Republican leadership has all endorsed Donald Trump, naturally. I know. Yes, uh, mm. or as I tweeted, they've endorsed fascist dictatorship is what the House yeah. Republican leadership is doing. Uh, Mike Johnson, Steve Scalise, and Tom Emmer, uh, the House Speaker, Majority Leader, and Majority Whip have all endorsed Donald Trump, and that's completely not a shock. Just, I got you, something to tell you, Bob. I got something to tell you. Okay. Um, it's going to shock you. Okay. Um, not only was there gambling in Casablanca, but there's gambling in Las Vegas. That and is just... a, an immense revelation. Thank you. The sound is getting a workout today. <laughs> but not surprised at all. Not surprised at all that these uh, ass kissers have done that. They've still got, like, ass bronzer on their faces. <laughs> you know? Speaking of uh, ass bronzer on their faces. You kiss Rudy Giuliani on the cheek. You know what it tastes like? Mm, depends. <laughs> Oh. Wow. That's fun. By the way, he's filing for bankruptcy, <laughs> Chapter 11. We talked about yes, it. Surprise. He's not going to be a, he's not going to be able to get discharged uh, what he owes Rudy and Shay. Absolutely not. The last time I heard some of that Alex Jones people were going to be like, "No, it's not okay. Start taking his equipment apart." And like there's actually unprecedented legal shit looking into completely like liquidating every single thing that Alex Jones owns. Yeah. Well, I think with with Rudy, it might be his lawyer's fees that he still owes. That's part of it, because uh-huh. um, you could probably discharge that. But no, Ruby and Shay are going to get the apartment and sell it or have a sitcom. <laughs> oh, my God. I would watch the shit out of that reality show. Oh, I'm sorry. I so love that. And make Rudy love their Rudy. maid. Make Rudy their maid. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Oh, my God. With like a shock collar for like a dough. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I really enjoyed? No surprise. Speaking of reality shows, Getty Lee has his own reality show now on Paramount Plus. Of course you enjoy that. Yeah, where he goes around and he talks to other bass players. I think it's called something like Getty Lee Bass Players Are Humans Too. (gasps) My friend Albert would want to be on that show so badly. Oh my god, he talks to Les Claypool. Uh, Oh shit, I forgot her name. The uh, bass player from Hole. God damn it. 
Melissa. Uh, Paul McCartney. She's got a French last name uh, that's like. Aftermar. Yeah, there you go. Thank you very much. Uh, he talked to the bass player for Metallica. That was another good episode. There were only four episodes, so we're hoping for more. Mm. That's a, And by we, I mean Rush fans around yeah. the world are hoping for more uh, Getty Lee reality programming on Paramount+. Plus. One of anyway. the more surprising bits of podcasting that really moved me that I listened to in 2023 was yeah. Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers interviewing Anthony Kiedis. Oh, wow. How that? How cool that is that? That would does, be interesting. Does Flea... They both ended up cr- crying, actually. Because, because Anthony was like, no, I never thought that you guys believed in me. I always thought I was just your friend, that you was like getting bought, you know, that I was a second-rate singer. Oh, my and God. It just like, oh, my God. No, and Flea's like, dude, you made, your, the whole thing was, you were the front guy, and that was... And he's like, you really felt that way? And Anthony's like, I did. You know, and it was was just like, oh, my God, it's so kind of adorable that this is happening on the air, but also, like, but, yeah, it was ended up being like a whole... It was Anthony who has the imposter syndrome, not Flea, right? Is that what you're saying? Right. Yeah, okay, wow. They both do. Oh, they both do. (laughs) That's shocking, because they're among the best... Well, I have something to say about imposter syndrome, because everybody I know who's good at what they do has imposter syndrome, because imposter syndrome is a sign that you respect what you do. Oh, I'm up to my eyeballs in it. But you were so, see, like the rest of it, I look at you, Bob, and you are just such a creature of sound. You are such a, like, you're just, a, this is like, you ask a fish, how, when you're like, what do you think of this water? And the fish is like, what's water? That's like Bob and radio. <laughs> you know, like, it just seems to come, like, so naturally to you. Yeah. Well, that's all um, a big that's, ruse. That's, that's how I think. That's my imposter syndrome. I'm just a big faker. That's see, that's what Stephanie's I. Stephanie's like that. Yeah. Stephanie's like that. Yeah, she makes it look so easy, and then mm-hmm. pretends she doesn't realize how good she is at her job. Yeah, well, she's the gold standard. I mean, that's just she's it. I'm like, so oh my good. god, I'm just a pretender next to Stephanie Miller because. No, I mean, I've literally watched her do an interview with my mom when she didn't know my mom was going to call. That's what's amazing about that because I, I mean, a whole new level of respect is to be had if you actually watch Stephanie on Free Speech TV doing the show. Yeah, because what you'll find out is like when she's interviewing someone like your mom, for example, I don't see any notes in front of her. I don't see her reading anything off of a script or a page. It's just all Stephanie. And it's just an incredible thing to watch. It's just one of the I mean, we all talked about Jim Ladd during the break. We're getting way off on. Okay, She's in Costa Rica. Can we just stop sucking her dick for a minute? She's not even going to listen to this. She's going to listen to this tonight, trust me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. yeah. Now she is. Hi, Stephanie. (laughs) Oh, my God. Anyway, yeah, we all love Stephanie Miller. That's a fact. That's an absolute fact. Yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, so the new Epstein court documents are out, and they name names as expected. Some of the names uh, mentioned as uh, as people associated with Jeffrey Epstein, not really any big surprises here, uh, other than a couple. Uh, Donald Trump, obviously, no surprise. Bill Clinton is mentioned over 50 times in these documents. I'm going to talk about that here more in a second. Uh, Prince Andrew, pretty salacious oh, yeah. and awful allegations there about Prince Andrew. Alan yeah. Dershowitz. Yeah. Mike, <laughs> Michael Jackson. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, David Copperfield, the magician. Also, he made things disappear. Could yeah. say, yeah. Weirdly, the elephant in the room just disappeared. Stephen Hawking is on the list. That's. I mean, just because you went on his plane doesn't mean you went to the island. Right. By right. the way. Yes, but these are all names, and doesn't necessarily mean they were engaged in any wrongdoing. Let's no, be clear it about doesn't. that. I'm not voting for Bill Clinton anymore. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I know. Or Hunter Biden. Jesus, that's exactly right. Oh, God, I'm never voting for that guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, Bill Clinton is mentioned over 50 times, though the filings did not indicate any evidence of illegality on his part. And his representatives said they did not object to the unsealing. In one instance, one of Epstein's accusers says the financier, Epstein, had remarked that Clinton, quote, likes them young, referring to girls. Yeah. um, that was Most men do. That's not... Yeah, and, and that doesn't necessarily mean children. Gross. Yeah, a no. gross, gro- yeah, grossness. Yeah, but yeah, Michael re- Jackson. Mm, Michael Jack. That's a whole other question. Uh, he's like Old Navy. He got little boys' pants half off. 
Jesus. But, uh, yeah. Uh, in, res in response to Axios's request for comment, a spokesperson for Clinton pointed to a 2019 statement issued shortly after Epstein was arrested on federal sex trafficking charges. Urania had said uh, Clinton had no knowledge of the terrible crimes with which Epstein was charged. Urania added that Clinton had not spoken to Epstein in well over a decade and has never been to Little St. James Island, Epstein's ranch in New Mexico, or his residence in Florida. But you know what? I think Don Jr. posted something in fact, yeah, yeah, those liberals are freaking out because uh, Donald Trump isn't named in the thing. So, well, wait a minute. Yeah, he was named in the, yeah, these new documents. Yeah, he was, Junior. I pointed that out to him. He has yet to block me. Right. We also have copious video and photographs of Donald Trump with like, Epstein. Dude, seriously? I mean, who needs him to be on a list? We've got actual <laughs> yeah. visual evidence of Donald Trump doing hinky things and awful things with Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, joking and partying and dancing and groping women. And that's all documented. We've all seen that. Mm -hmm. It's made its rounds for years and years and years. And it's especially memorable because Trump looks so fucking weird in those videos, too. And like, happy. Yes, he's doing the like the white man's overbite as he's dancing yep. a little bit, and he's got. And it those... always seems to me like he's making Epstein uncomfortable, like he's too into it. <laughs> Have you noticed this? He like whispers something in Epstein's ear, and Epstein does the slow motion bend over, like I can't believe this fucker has said something this stupid to me, but I'm gonna act like I think it's funny, but yeah. I'm gonna bend over so maybe he'll detach and go away, and then he comes back up, and there he is again. It's, you know, like yeah, yeah. I don't know. Those are like the same moves I've done after a show when somebody's yelling in my face and they're drunk and I, I, I yeah. yeah so what you're saying is Donald Trump is too perverse for Jeffrey Epstein exactly it's too much of a try hard <laughs> right right well uh, so there is all of that all of the photographic evidence of Donald Trump doing this and I assure you the scandal is not going to be whatever revelations or whatever commentary comes out of this particular set of revelations not really going to affect Donald Trump all that much and that's one of the great no. injustices that we face right yes. now yes I was talking about that with regard to Nikki Haley. Like, she's got to be going, okay, the Civil War thing, I'm getting screwed because I'm an idiot and a <laughs> coward and a racist. But, you know, at the same time, Donald Trump says a thousand things like this every day, and he gets away with it. So what the yep. fuck? Yeah, welcome to the club, Nikki Haley. Mm -hmm. You say one guy. I'm trying to thing. explain to Ben why, like, you know, a woman who was family is what is even on this continent is trying to get pinned to the wall about the Civil War. He's, he's like, what's going on? I'm like, welcome to Mars. You know, <laughs> welcome to Earth 2 politics because it's not going to make any sense. It doesn't make any sense at all, baby. Yeah, yeah. Aaron Rodgers and the almost. Oh, the, Jimmy Kimmel. Ooh. Yeah, and the entire Red Hat Entertainment Complex <laughs> circulating this hoax that both Barack Obama and Jimmy Kimmel are are on the list, even though they are not, of course. Right. They've even uh, mocked up a fake transcript page mm -hmm. where they put in Jimmy Kimmel's name in this mm -hmm. Q&A with one of uh, Epstein's victims or one of the client's victims, etc. And then there was a, uh, a GIF or a video being circulated that I saw that purported to have the faces or the photographs of the people who are on the list Mm -hmm. uh, all assembled together in a montage. One of those faces, I think maybe the second one to come up is Barack Obama. And of course Barack Obama has nothing to do with Jeffrey Epstein because no. Barack Obama is Im immensely disciplined. Yes. Maybe the most disciplined politician in the history of American politics. You can't pin anything. And married to a woman that you just really don't want to fuck with. I, just, right. I can't imagine <laughs> trying to lie about my whereabouts to Michelle Obama, who probably has sweet talked or threatened every single Secret Service agent. Be like, don't you lie to me? Yeah, yeah. Like I will find out. Like I just, I don't know. Michelle kind of reminds me of my mom, hmm. who just could spot a lie. You'd like go to tell her a story, and she'd get all the way through it, and she'd be like, "That was a nice story." You know, yeah, I appreciate yeah. that you wove in some details from reality, like poor Sasha and Malia. But, you know, <laughs> she's like, that was a lie. I need to know what happened. Because, I mean, but anyway, but I don't think Obama was also, he was very much aware of what the burden of him being the first yeah. person of color in that office yeah. was, was to not act out and to not do any of mm -hmm. the just completely corrupt Caligulan things that Donald Trump has done. Yeah, of to, course. You know. Yeah, but it but, goes back you know, uh, many more years.
years than that. Barack Obama has always comported himself with decency and honesty and composure and just staying on the straight and narrow. I mean, that's been the hallmark. If you read his book, Dreams for My Father, uh, it is just, it is packed with that sort of thing. And he's upfront about some of the dalliances he had as a, as a kid, some cocaine in there and and marijuana at at some point, I think that he admitted to in the book. I mean, that's going back years and years and years. And I'm not breaking. I mean, dude, he lived in Hawaii. He went to Punahou. Of course he smoked pot. (laughs) That's exactly right. Punahou. Yeah. That was, (laughs) you know, I loved, I lived uh, right across the street from Punahou school for a period of time. Oh, I had a friend that went there and I met him when he went to my school. So yeah, I know the Punahou kids. Yeah. We were just (laughs) a couple of blocks from where Obama's grandparents lived. The point of the story is the man was one of the, the most incredibly uh, upright, like, uh, you know, uh, what is it? I wouldn't say integrity is, but like, I mean, he just had more integrity than just about anybody yeah. who's had Oh, yeah, of course. Office, of course. Yeah. Ever. Absolutely. Yeah. And they are desperate to pin something on him and they just make shit up in, when they can't. Yeah. But going after Jimmy Kimmel, that's a mistake because it's the old adage that you never start a rock fight with a guy wearing clown shoes <laughs> because right. he will, f- has a writer room and they will eat you and oh, yeah. I just yeah can't. one of yeah. his writers lives next door to me so trust me I know Jimmy Kimmel has already threatened to sue Aaron yeah. Rodgers for this and the guy the the podcast guy is already like I didn't mean to air it and blah blah he's like really trying to get around being sued by Jimmy Kimmel right. and I say mm. sue them both Sue them both, Jimmy. Just Sue go. Sue everybody. Bring your shoes and your glasses with you. So yeah, you have them. all of them so you have them, you know? <laughs> Punitive damages here. Uh, yeah. I mean, is Aaron Rodgers just not the, at all interested in retaining his football fortune? I guess not. Apparently not. He, pl- he plays football, right? I'm kidding. Yeah, I, he's I a know, quarterback. I know that. <laughs> know that i'm not that out to lunge about the sports ball but i do like to make fun of myself i honestly was like didn't that guy hang himself in and that was the other Aaron dude i, I can who are you sports, talking about I don't get okay. the one that was like indicted for murder and hanged himself is florida guy wasn't his name aaron hernandez no i don't remember i have no idea uh we're lost i think you're right yeah. i think that's baseball though okay Oh, yeah. What's baseball? I don't watch that sports ball. I don't watch that sports ball. I only watch the footballs. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, well, we got lots more to talk about on the big show today. Uh, there was another school shooting, uh, this time in, in Perry, Iowa. We'll uh, get the latest on that. Plus, uh, violence. Oh, my God. Threats of violence happening all over the country in state houses, state capitals. And also, uh, Florida man in the news uh, regarding... Uh, Donald? Uh, no, not that Florida man. Different Florida man. But this, this, this different. We Florida need man. kind of a boat parade song for Florida man. We That's need right. to contact. Oh, you, you know, know what? Like, uh, you know who has a Florida man song? Is uh, Hal Sparks? Oh, the great Hal Sparks. Absolutely. Ah. I'll find it during the break, and we'll play it when we come back from the break. Got to play it. Because then I'm going to, I'm inadvertently going to piss off all of our Florida listeners. And I apologize. This is just. Buzz is a Florida man. We love Buzz, some of course, is Buzz is a Florida man. We all, we all love our Florida I have, people. I have in-laws in Florida, so. Yeah, and so do I. I've got lots of family members in Florida, like immediate family members in Florida. We're not talking about all Florida people. Just, you know, the stereotypical. Not all Floridians. <laughs> Florida man. <laughs> not all men, not all Floridians. That's it's right. It's a thing. Oh, and we have actual voter fraud, actual case of voter fraud. We'll talk about that, too. Guess who the voter fraud was committed in favor of? Trump. Yeah, what a shocker there. (laughs) Lots more still to come on the big show. Back with more podcasting right after these words. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. 
Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. You can't always get a clean you can feel good about inside and out unless you're using Bubble Genius Bath and Body Products. See, Bubble Genius is a woman-owned small business proudly creating our vegan-friendly products in America and supporting other U.S. businesses by buying our ingredients and supplies from them as often as possible. Plus, you'll be hard-pressed to find packaging as recyclable as ours. Visit BubbleGenius.com and check out our cause-related items, too, like our global warming soap and a lot more. We donate our proceeds for those items to worthy causes, like organizations combating climate change and mountaintop removal mining. Good stuff like that. We also send our products to the troops overseas through our Buy a Soldier a Shower campaign. Because the least we can do is keep them smiling and smelling great, right? So visit BubbleGenius.com and feel good and clean. Bubble Genius, doing our part to make the world a better place, one bathtub at a time. That's BubbleGenius.com. Bob Seska! And I don't know what to do I'm struggling to get over you In my prayer for tonight You know I feel depressed And I know you feel it too You left me in the vacuum And my heart is just a shame And I don't know how I wanna be with you And I don't know how You let me go Wow. Wow. Yeah, it's one of our favorites, Matt Springfield. Brand new single called Fly. As in the bug, but I don't think that's the point of the song. This is so great. Yeah, we play a lot of Matt Springfield, especially uh, during the Halloween season. He's got a great song that we play called Haunted. And it's so good. And this is his latest link in the description, of course, to support Matt Springfield. Get this song into your record collection now. Just go to bobseska.com, find the link for this episode, 1424, and scroll on down and you'll uh, find all the links to support the independent recording artists on today's show. Thank you for doing that. Um, Coming up on January 13th, I'm really uh, going all in. That's Chris Lavoie's birthday. Oh, good. And you know what else is happening on January 13th? It is the Trek Talks Telethon, the third annual oh, Trek Talks Telethon to support wee. the Hollywood Food Coalition. Yay. Uh, yeah, it's hosted by our friend John Billingsley, Dr. Phlox from Star Trek. And all like the top Star Trek people are going to be on the telethon, too. Uh, Brent Spiner, Jonathan Frakes. Oh, wow. Yeah, who are some others? Uh, let's see here. Yeah, uh, our friend Todd Stashwick, Terry Metalis, Jerry Ryan, Michael Dorn. TrekTalks.net. It's also going to be on YouTube. Uh, you can support the Hollywood Food Coalition by going to hofoco.org. I got a link in the description for that. And of course, uh, John Billingsley recorded a promo for us <laughs> for the uh, Trek Talks telethon. Here's John Billingsley. Trek Talks is coming your way to benefit the Hollywood Food Coalition. It's on January 13th and celebrities galore will be on hand. Will John wear pants? That's the operative question. Probably not. Come and watch co-host Bonnie Gordon. She's not here right now, but I can imitate her. Oh, John, you cannot! Yes, I can! (laughs) The great John Billingsley. Hey, you know what? Here's a homework assignment, a fun homework assignment. Um, Go and find the episode of The West Wing. I think it's the very first Big Block of Cheese episode. Where John Billingsley okay. plays a scientist. He's a, he plays a, 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 not a scientist, but a cartographer who wow. insists that Map the maps, guy. yeah, the maps are all are wrong. wrong. I remember that one. And Alice yeah. and Jenny was like, wait, what? <laughs> I know. It's such a great episode. Anyway, moving on here. So we were talking about, uh, before the break, we talked about how a Florida man has mm-hmm. been arrested for threatening to assassinate Eric Swalwell. 
This is not a shock that these people are engaged in these kinds of uh, ridiculous no. threats. But the, yeah, this guy was arrested on Wednesday. Uh, he's a 17 year old man from Green Acres. Green Acres? It's the place to be. I Fun know. Living is the life for me. <laughs> right. <laughs> is my place to be fresh air times square etc uh this guy from green acres left voicemail messages that included threats to come after you and kill you and quote come after your children and this is happening across america we're in in a second here we're going to talk about the uh, these bomb threats that are being set to state capitals but uh i mentioned how sparks put together a, a really funny Florida man song. <laughs> I think he did this for one of the sexy liberal shows. He's, he's played it a couple times. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. I remember seeing it for the first time on one of the sexy liberal virtual tours during right. uh, the pandemic. Here is Hal spark singing Florida man. <laughs> Mouth fuck. Yeah. Actual oh, headlines. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, we, we used to play a game. Yeah, okay. You used to play a game? Backstage at the, well, backstage at Roth Story, mm-hmm. we'd be all on the group chat, and yeah. like the, the, you know, managing editor would be like, all right, Florida or Eastern Europe, or Russia, and he would tell a story, and it would be like, man hits bear in testicles with shovel and gets torn to pieces. We'd be like, mm, the Eastern Bloc. And he'd be like, yes, Romania. You know? <laughs> or, you know, Florida, Texas, or Eastern Europe, Eastern Bloc was generally the options. And, yeah, you yeah. Know, uh, and you couldn't always tell from the wildlife because there are crocodiles in the Eastern Bloc. Yeah, yeah. Yes, there are. Yes, and again, um, just to be perfectly clear about this, not all Florida residents are like Not this. all Florida and, is. Yeah, and there are very lovely and, parts of Florida, lovely beaches and mm-hmm. things like that. It's just it's being run by Republicans, so they're turning it into a police state. And then there are lots yeah. of probably very lovely parts of Russia, but they're trying to get into Ukraine right now. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, uh then Yuri hit the bear in the balls. The bear went insane. It tore him to pieces. Ha ha ha. We tell this story every year. He <laughs> fell out of window. He fell out of window. Windowitis. Okay, so uh, meantime, there was this uh, school shooting in Perry, Iowa. The shooters. Oh, nice segue to the dead dog story, uh, Bob. <laughs> Casey Kasem. The shooter is dead. Uh, Thank there you. was one other person who was killed. Uh, and uh, multiple people are in Des Moines hospitals following the high school shooting. Multiple patients are being treated at Iowa Methodist Medical Center and Mercy One. All families of the victims have been reunited. Earlier on Thursday, police had declined to provide details on how many people were hurt and the extent of their injuries. Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds expressed heartbreak after the shooting at Perry High School, calling it a senseless tragedy. Our hearts are broken by this senseless tragedy. Our prayers are with the students, teachers, and families of the Perry community. She's, mm. uh, she said she continues to monitor the situation and will join a news conference with law enforcement officials uh, uh, later today. Time will she news. start to pass laws that stop this shit? No, of course not. Of course okay. not. No, I was gone by way of uh, Republicanism, Trumpism. And we'll see that uh, being illustrated. Yeah, but, you know, yeah. bring abortion on the ballot. This is the thing. I feel like we can yeah. tie together abortion rights and gun control and maybe begin to stab deep into their most. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I agree. Then, yeah. Go okay, then please be more articulate than me about it right now. Dirty. I'm still <laughs> well, like a little soft for the holidays. 
Well, I mean, here's the thing is, is my question is in the story, did the shooter kill himself or was he murdered by the police, killed by the police? That's a good question. Because if he killed himself, just fucking kill yourself. Stop killing other people. Yeah. All it says here is the shooter is dead. Okay. And according to that's according to a law enforcement official and authorities said the area around the school has been secured. So that's that's what I got here. Uh, earlier, okay. yeah, said the shooter had been identified, but had been, uh, but had declined to share more details. Well, yeah, they gotta wait. They yeah, gotta know yeah. more about this man. After, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. Well, after we went on break, they had a shooting at University of Nevada at Las Vegas. Yep. Mm-hmm. Remember, and like Ken Delanian was on some MSNBC show saying, "Well, we, you know, we don't even know the gender of the assailant." And I was like, "Ken, get a fucking grip. We know." <laughs> Yeah, that it's a man. Okay? Oh, of course, because women don't do this. Yeah. it's not a woman. In general, thing. they don't. It's very rare. It's incredibly rare because it's messy. Yeah, yeah, it is. And women are like, I can't make all this huge mess. I'll get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what's uh, uh, weird? There's something weird happening with one of the Republican primaries. I think it's the Nevada primary. In okay. Nevada, Nevada, Nevada. A 2021 law requires Nevada to hold state-run presidential primaries, primaries, Mm -hmm. but the state Republican Party has opted to host its own caucuses two days later. Only the caucus results will be used to allocate delegates. That's weird. That is very weird. weird. (laughs) So that's, and stupid. So they're having a primary on February 6th, and then they're having a caucus on February 8th. Okay, so, because... Caucuses in general, to me, are not democratic because you're kind of you're in a room with people and everybody's yelling and arguing. You gotta you're literally facing other voters. Yeah. In person, whereas a primary, at least you go into the voting booth and you do what you need to do or mm-hmm. what you want to do, and you're not pressured by the community to vote a certain way. So caucuses, to me, are undemocratic. Well, prior to Donald Trump. The Iowa caucus always ended up elevating one of the fringe weirdos. Yes. Th- didn't Mike Huckabee once win? And it's win like the one Iowa of the caucus? whitest groups of people on the planet. It is. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, so there's that. Um, meantime, there are these bomb threats being sent to state capitals across the country. And <sighs> we're talking about several here and uh, quite a few states with Democratic governors, by the way. So these bombs. A lot of the people who are affected, I mean, the politicians are on the move. Yeah. They're checking into their, they're like college professors. They have office hours at very specific times. The people (laughs) who are under threat here, no, seriously, are all the ancillary personnel, security people, cafeteria people, sanitation people who are largely lower middle class, if not, Mm -hmm. you know, what we can, and they're usually people of color. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it just, to me, that's, you know, Mm -hmm. just one more. What's the problem? Oh, it's racism again. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, just, of course. Mm. But uh, bomb threats targeting state institutions rippled across the country for a second day in a row, according to Axios. Uh, one day after multiple state capitals were forced to evacuate due to similar threats, paired with recent uh, a recent spate of swatting calls targeting lawmakers. Mm-hmm. The incident suggested this could be a raucous year for lawmakers and other officials across the country. We know that the Colorado... Raucous sounds fun. Yeah, the, I know. Yeah, that I does. Know. Doesn't make it sound fun. We're going to have a raucous good time. Um, yeah, I mean, raucous is the wrong word for that. Yeah, no. The Colorado Supreme Court was received all kinds of death threats for its decision oh, yeah. on the 14th Amendment. No, somebody walked in and opened fire. Yeah. But, I mean, these swatting calls are insane. You yeah. know what that is? That's where they call the police the on police. you. And then yeah. suddenly your house is surrounded by a SWAT team, mm-hmm. and you haven't done anything wrong. We're now getting into politics of personal retribution, yep. where it's not just about saying that the other side is wrong, and here's how we defeat the other side electorally with votes and words. It's now about personally threaten- threatening and suing the people mm-hmm. who are your political opponents. And that's yeah. happening quite a bit. And obviously we're seeing this, uh, you know, t- to an extreme level when it comes to these bomb threats and swatting calls and so forth. But, uh, you know, we, we're getting to a point where any political debate could end up devolving into defamation lawsuits and mm-hmm. personal threats. 
Well, the Mississippi Department of Public Safety said Thursday that multiple bomb threats had been received across the state. Separately, officials reported bomb threats and subsequent evacuations at government buildings in Arkansas's Pulaski County, Massachusetts' Nantucket County, and Maine's Cumberland and Kennebec counties. Uh, State Capitol buildings in at least six states, Connecticut, Georgia, Hawaii, Kentucky, Michigan, and Mississippi, were forced to take safety precautions as a result of bomb threats on Wednesday. In Kentucky's case, a Capitol building bomb threat was sent out in a mass email to multiple Secretary of State's offices and legislative offices across the country on Wednesday. Mishawn Lindstrom, spokesperson for Kentucky, Kentucky Secretary of State Michael Adams, told Axios in an email statement. Uh, the threat was cleared and the Capitol building uh, was uh, reopened, as was the case when threats of explosives were reported in uh, state Capitol buildings in Connecticut and Georgia and the Michigan State Capitol Commission. Uh, I've got and, something to say. Yeah. I remember when we did this in, t- in 2002 and 2001 because we were terrified of external forces that wanted to randomly attack us in places that are yeah. sensitive right. and that could cripple the country and cause unrest. Yeah, And I want everyone to note that the people who we are protecting ourselves against this time are coming from within. Yeah. They are Americans attacking other Americans. Right. And that is something we completely need to never lose sight of. Yeah. That these Republican actors that are declining to de-escalate are inflicting this on their fellow Americans and consider it fair game. Right. And knowing that 90% of domestic terrorism is being perpetrated by the far right kind of gives us an indication of who we're talking about here. Because what we've seen a lot of, and there's a teeny tiny bit of, a, bit of this on the left, but most obviously the lion's share of it is happening on the right, where the fever pitch with which we're talking about politics these days is leading a lot of people to take this action because they believe as they believe that the only way to solve these problems is to shoot at the problems. Right. And and obviously, you know, we see this from our elected officials all the time. And I'm speaking specifically about Republican elected officials where there are videos. I've talked about their this. campaign ads and they're actually shooting at the bills. Yeah, exactly the right. Paper copies of, yeah. Yeah, here's yeah. how we're going to solve the Affordable Care Act. Here's how we're going to solve the tax code. We're just going to shoot at it. We're going to blow it up with explosives. These are all actual Republican videos that have been made. Oh, just Ted Cruz with his gun bacon. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah that he, to me was a real low. That was like, I mean, and he got burned in the process. It's just a dipshit. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> He put bacon on his AR, raw bacon on his yeah. AR-15, fired it off a bunch yeah. of times, and it cooked the bacon, allegedly. Uh-huh. I yeah. hope he got worms from it. A tapeworm. Yeah, just an awful tapeworm. What is the disease that you get from eating undercooked pork? A tapeworms? Uh, tapeworms. Uh, wait, wait, wait. It's a uh, trichinosis. Trichinosis? No. Uh, tomaine. 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 Yeah. Tomaine, yes. That'd be a shame it if... It starts with a P, but it sounds like a T, because it's a tomaine. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be a shame if Ted Cruz got worms. From his gun bacon. I can just see him scooting his butt across the, you know, <laughs> oh my yeah. living room floor Ew, David. with his worms. Yeah, yeah. And that's disgusting. Ew. Yeah. It but is that, disgusting. But that's going to be in my brain for the rest of my life. I'm sorry. The visual I apologize. Of Ted Cruz scooting <laughs> Ted his butt across the floor. No one, no one should be able to escape that. That should be what everyone thinks of the I minute know. they think of Ted Cruz. <laughs> So you put that on the Stephanie show tomorrow. Just like spread it. <laughs> yeah. On Monday. We don't get back until Monday. So <laughs> someone needs to make an AI video of Ted Cruz scooting his butt across the carpet. <gasps> well, there is a scene of Robin Williams doing it across the grass in Central Park in. Oh, uh, Fisher King. Called? The Fisher, Fisher King. King. Yeah. yeah. So you yeah. could just Ted Cruz's face on there. Just yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what? On that note, on the Ted Cruz scooting his butt across the floor note, let's take a short break because what we want to do is okay. bring in our fine sponsors into the conversation. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> perfect timing. Hey, quick break. Back with uh, more show right after this. Your green eating plan after butt dragging across the lawn. <laughs> Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? 
Good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Bob Seska plays more music. a brand new single from Michael Snyder Barker. And the song is called Ah Ominous. I'm not making that up. That's the name of the song. The first part, the first word in the title of the song is just a sound. It's just ah and the second word is ominous. Just as you heard right there. Link in the description of course to support this uh, single. Yeah. Such a cool song. All right. Getting back into things here, uh, actual voter fraud. We have actual voter fraud. And shocking that this actual voter fraud comes from a Trump Republicans. Superfan. Yeah, of course. Because this is the idea. Because every accusation is a confession. Bingo. When you come to narcissist, sociopathic yeah. idiots. And I love how the smoking gun used the actual word disciple when describing this guy. As in, mm. the Donald Trump disciple recently convicted of voter fraud, should be sentenced to 11 years in jail, according to a Florida prosecutor who cited the defendant's prior criminal history as a factor in seeking the stiff punishment. A jury last month found, uh, I'm not going to say the guy's name, but he's 58 Why? years old. Yeah. Why? Should I? Well, I just want to see what adjective goes with him. If he's like frauding okay. Thomas or like, <laughs> right. You know. What What was uh, my first lady name? name? That's all I need. I forget I my first, first name, name, but my last name is Gunboob. What was the first part? I forget. Percocet Gunboob. Percocet Gunboob. Thank you very much. Percocet Gunboob. Wouldn't that be crazy if that was this guy's name? A jury last month found Percocet Gunboob, Percocet 58, Gunboob. <laughs> guilty, <laughs> guilty of forging his dead father's name on a 2020 mo- uh, vote by mail ballot. The some see uh, mail in ballots. See, he used Percocet gun boobs, so that's the problem. <laughs> yeah, the guy's actual name is Robert Riverniter. River, of course, it's Riverniter. River yeah, and uh, yeah, he did this with a mail in ballot. But he's a Republican. Uh, he's a Trump supporter. The Sumter County uh-huh. panel convicted uh, Riverniter of three felonies: forgery, fraud, in connection <laughs> with Robert the up. Repeater. Yeah, <laughs> that's his. That's his disciple name, Robert the Repeat Voter. And the uh, the third charge was. Uttering a forged public record. Whoa, what does that mean? I don't know what that means. Uttering it? How do you utter it? Like you said it out loud? Like I voted twice? I I think that's... Yeah. Dear declaration, I think that's what you... Like casting your vote is your utterances. I don't know, maybe. (laughs) I don't know what this is. Maybe it's just like his barbaric yawp in the words of... uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what, you know, uh, Walt where is my brain? Di- Walt Whitman. Thank Walt Whitman. You. Yeah, yeah. I'm losing my mind. Yeah. I've got menopause. <laughs> In advance uh, welcome a, to my world. Yeah. In advance of a January 9th sentencing hearing, prosecutors had, uh, have submitted a recommendation to the court arguing that the lowest permissible sentence River Nider could face would be more than 127 months in state prison. Oh, so sad. Aww. So sad. And, and this guy's picture. The photo of this guy, the mugshot, he's basically trying to shoot laser beams out of his eyeballs and, and burn your face off. That's the, oh, I bet. That's the expression on this guy's face. Incredible. Because he got caught. And by the way, 
There's a story in the sidebar on, on the Smoking Gun website. <laughs> I've got to read this headline because as we've been talking about this story, my eye is continuously being drawn to this other headline on the Smoking Gun page. And the headline is, Ex-Con Busted for New Year's Day Dildo Battery. <gasps> mm, Happy New Year, dildos. <laughs> That's it right. Happens. So... Dildo battery. My first thought was, is, is it the? Is he talking about the battery and the dildo, or did this guy? Dildos really no. don't have batteries. Vibrators have batteries. Oh, there, there is a, a distinction. Dildo. You're right. You're right. Dildo is not equal to vibrator. Battery. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, to me, I've never had a dildo with a battery. Just vibrators. Well, before battery. we pronounce judgment on these people in this story, <laughs> you guys have had bad sex, right? Of course. At some of point, course. You've had sex. <laughs> That made you mad. It was so bad. Right? <laughs> oh, God, yes. Yeah. And for some reason, it makes you extra, extra mad. <laughs> like, you're trying to get your bike up to speed to get up a hill, and someone yeah. keeps putting sticks in the spokes of your front wheel. Or, you know, just whatever. Like, when I'd be on stage with my old band, and we couldn't get the groove on, and one guy kept fucking it up. Yeah. And it makes you feel violent. Now, place a club-shaped piece of latex <laughs> close at hand and governor, please proceed. <laughs> <laughs> One time it was so bad that we were listening to Stephen Wright record mm -hmm. and it While lasted only through one lasted only through one joke. So you were wow. actually having sex while you were listening to a Stephen Wright record <laughs> and it lasted only through one joke. Oh, wow. What was the joke? Do you remember? I don't. It was just like so bad. It was just like, why am I here? Because I'm thinking that it was the uh, I spilled spot remover on my dog. Now he's gone. Maybe was it was it that joke? It might have been the humidifier joke. <laughs> the That's humidifier, what I was thinking. The dehumidifier, dehumidifier, fighting it out. Uh -huh. Wouldn't yeah, it be awesome? It wouldn't it be awesome if it was the one that I quote all the time about leaning too far when back you in your chair? Yeah, leaning too far back in your chair. It was that record. I know it was that record. <laughs> That's such a weird thing. Like if I'm listening <laughs> to Stephen Wright, the last thing I'm thinking is. Man, this Sex. is making this is making me horny. <laughs> Stephen I was young. We were both very young. <laughs> okay. okay, worst sex I've ever had wouldn't end because the person had no coordination, would not listen to instructions. <laughs> just and was just like going at it, thinking they were doing this awesome job, and I'm just like <laughs> Oh my god, I got so fucking mad. And I it was just like I finally just like flopped in the middle. I was like, get the fuck out. And like, what yeah. what? And I was like, this is the worst fucking sex I've ever had. Please get out of my house. <laughs> oh, my friend Candy, she had such bad sex one time where she literally said, I, I, I don't let me finish. Go. I'm almost done. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear him like out in the front room putting his clothes on, like <laughs> and I'm just like oh, just like, dude. But still. Aww. Learn to follow instructions. If you if you got no rhythm, if you kiss in weird, incomprehensible rhythms, if you oh, uh, learn to respond to your partner because I mean <laughs> that was just it was just like we might as well have been like I don't know like trying to place Chinese checkers or something and neither one of us knew the rules like it was just weird. I was like you know on Earth we do it like this. I mean oh god it was awful. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, my friend Candy. God bless this poor boy. Um, it was a hockey player that she kind of had a crush on, and oh, so they man. went back to yeah, and went back to a hotel room. And he's like, "Are you having a good time?" She goes, "I can't feel it. Get off me!" <laughs> oh God! Oh, that's there horrendous. is apparently a yeah. passage like that in in uh, Britney Spears's book where she's like, "Is it in?" And he goes, "Yeah." <laughs> she's like, "It is." It is. <laughs> oh, that's like my heart. Never want to hear that. It is. <laughs> Like, and literally, and she said, "Get off me!" And we refer to him as poor Jerry. Yeah. Well, that happens sometimes with really immense dudes, and you think that they're going to be like proportional, you know? And they're well, not. Steroids can shrink things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? <laughs> now that we're talking about sex, this is really appropriate because uh, it, because I'm I'm mentally 14 years old. Here's audio. <laughs> here's audio of a Fox Business anchor. Uh, named Cheryl Cassone, accidentally saying erection on the air. And Congressman, just a reminder here, President Biden was asked if Trump supported an erection, uh, excuse me, insurrection last week. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie. Uh, whoops. That's actually new. You know what's on her mind. Uh, yeah, it is brand new. It's like a week ago or something. It's very oh, new. yeah, yeah. And I've had this tab open 
on my browser for some time now during the break. I was like, yeah, we're going to talk about this on the first Thursday show for sure. And let's not forget that Moms for Liberty had another lesbian sex tape drop. Yes, another one just dropped. Okay, what's the latest on that? Because I've tuned that one out. What's going on with the Moms for Liberty again? There's been a couple of sex scandals. We talked about that before the break, but there's a new one. What's the new one? Uh, They just dropped a new I forget his name, but um, another one just dropped, and he's had to resign from the GOP, whatever the fuck he was doing. She still hasn't resigned from the school board, which she should fucking do. Not because of what she did with consensual adults, mm-hmm. but because she's a fucking hypocrite and a piece of shit. Yeah. And, of course, the operative pronoun here is she. If mm-hmm. it was a guy, that wouldn't be a problem. Because, once again, it's like what I was saying about Nikki Haley earlier. It's like right. she's got to be going. Oh, I don't know. I feel like a video leaked of uh, Matt Gates, f- fucking Nestor, shit would get raw at real fast. I well, no, but about Donald Trump though. Yeah, I don't think so. I, oh, oh, it wouldn't hurt Donald Trump. Oh, what do you mean? I mean, I didn't mean Matt Gates fucking Donald Trump. I meant if there was like a. a sex <laughs> I'm sorry. Table. It was just it went there and it was. Oh, it's. <laughs> No, it would be Matt Gates filleting Donald Trump. He would be filleting him. He would not be, you know. I just, like, you know, 2001, my God is full of stars. I'm like, my God, it's full of skin tags. (laughs) 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 I think on that note, (laughs) we will start to wrap up the show on skin tags. Sorry, free show people. (laughs) (laughs) Have a good weekend. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. No. If Donald Trump, if there was a sex tape of Donald Trump, it wouldn't impact him at all. In fact, his numbers would go up. It would. You're right. It absolutely would. I mean, when are Republicans going to start to realize that? The Republicans specifically caught in scandals, right? What would it take? What do you think it would take to drive his ratings down? If it was like, it was like one of those like you know inflado tittied like Eastern European sex worker girls. Yeah, his numbers are going to go up. But what if it's like a sex tape with like I don't know. Casper Weinberger. <laughs> I, th- I think the only the only thing that Roy Cohn. The only thing that would destroy Donald Trump with his supporters, and I don't even think this would do it, but I think the closest it would come is if Donald Trump was caught on tape saying that Trump supporters are idiots and that he's conning them. Like the he's I, I played almost this, said it. Like the penguin from Batman Returns. I'm gonna play mm-hmm. this stinking city like a harp from hell. That whole thing, if Donald Trump said that and it was on video and it was verified, it they might, it. but they I don't know. I think he would still They'd get away like, with it. He's not talking about me. I love him. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And and also, I think the only thing that might do it is if he was caught on a sex tape and he was the bottom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that would do it. <laughs> and Colin Kaepernick. No, never mind. He would be a bossy bottom. That's what Donald. Yeah, Trump he would was. just be the bottom, and whoever it was, like not Roy Cohn, because people don't know who he was, but you know somebody that they really hate, like a Democrat. <laughs> right. You know, somebody that they really, really loathe was the top, and a dude, and he was the bottom. That might do it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I, I have a hard time making that kind of prediction because he's just been invulnerable, or I mean, I'm sorry, invincible in the face of his own supporters. Like they always find a way. Really, thank God. But they really, they have no problem reconfiguring their acceptance of him no matter what happens. Yeah, You're right. That's true. I, I mean, that's true. I just, I, he probably could, like, you know, get, like, uh, you know, exposed, like, uh, uh, eating the ass of Jamie Raskin, you know, like, <laughs> oh, and, like, really man. going all the way in. But, like, they would just be like, well, you know, sometimes our king's got to do what he's got to do. Yeah. There must be a reason yeah. behind it, you know. Okay, yeah. uh, Shadow Dockets coming up next on Sorry, our Patreon page. Patreon.com <laughs> slash Bob Seskin Show. My apologies to uh, Jamie Raskin's hairy butt. Join us. <laughs> the ribaldry continues. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.